Welcome back, everybody, to the Hit by Pitch podcast. I am Matt Hagel, joined by Nick Barrett. A little bit of a hiatus, mainly yeah. because I was, okay, I was uh, on a debauchery trip and it was sick. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, like, I guess we really figured out, like, who the podcast game, like, the grind. I guess I'm more in it than you. I mean, it's not like I have a ton of time off and you don't. Nothing I was to do with sick. It. I was You're to adapt and overcome. I'm not MJ. This isn't the flu game, dog. Yes, it is. If you want to come no, to the top of the baseball podcast game, you got to, like, overcome the flu. <coughs> I'm still partially sick recording this. I'm sorry I'm light up in bed because I can hardly move, and I don't want to record a podcast with you at 9.30 at night. Boo-hoo. Meanwhile, in, in Africa, kids are starving, and you're, like, so sad. Like, oh, I got little sniffles. I can't believe you're using a 2005 excuse that my mother would use to make me eat dinner <laughs> on me. How dare you? How but, uh, absolutely dare yeah, you, sir? I've been watching um, Denzel Washington lately, uh, basically say my man for two hours straight. The, um, <laughs> my weekend was good. Um, That's yeah, all so you do? Gangster and uh also, I watched uh, Training Day, so a lot of Denzel movies lately for me. Meanwhile, I went to. Meanwhile, I was just on a bachelor weekend, um, like two weekends ago, and then got sick. So yeah, I'm thriving okay. right now. Yeah, let's let, let's connect the dots there. Okay, no, it's not for that. We'll get the. We'll talk about that off podcast. Okay, how okay. dare you? But they're not here. The people aren't here to hear us ramble about our personal lives. At least at the start, they're here for baseball. So now we will finally get to the prediction part, the episode every single podcast does, the season predictions, who are winners in the divisions, our World Series champion, the wild card, who's at the top of the top, the bottom of the bottom, and God, I feel sorry for the White Sox. Yeah, losing Eloy Jimenez this early in the season, not ideal, especially when you're like everyone's pick to win. Especially when it's not the season yet, technically. Uh, yeah, so a little peek behind the curtain. We are recording this the day that Eloy did go down with his injury. Just reported that uh, he will be out for five to six months, which if we do the six-month portion, that puts them back pretty much in October. And, yeah. you know, for a White Sox team that was a lot of people's pick to win the Central, probably still a lot of people's pick to win, but by a lot less now. Um, it, it's gonna hurt. They're definitely gonna probably they're definitely gonna want that power bat, um, you know, back in their lineup as soon as they can. Yeah, I mean, like th- with all of our predictions here, like this is barring any like freak injuries. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's but uh, <laughs> yeah, like they, like like I mean, obviously there are injuries that you know, if something were to happen to star players, you know, on teams that we have winning. You know, like, let's say, God forbid, something happens to, like, somebody for your braids, like a Cooney or a Freeman, or for me, if something happens oh, to, like, yeah. LeMahieu, you, you know, our, our season's pretty much gone out the window. Like, LeMahieu or Cole for me, like, our, our season's done. So, yeah, you so. know, it's, so, yeah, so, this is as of March 25th, um, you know, opening day is a week away, um, so that's why we're putting this out now, but, yeah, so, obviously, these are our picks, barring any amazingly freak injuries that happen in the next seven days. Yeah. Uh, do you want to start uh, the uh, NL East? Um, yeah, we'll start We'll start in your division. We'll start in the NL East. So since this is your division, I'll let you take lead. Uh, give, me, give me your five to one. Who you got in the bottom? 
you know, give me a little bit about him and work your way up to the number one spot. I want to, I want to hear your rationale. Okay. So I feel like this is one of the most competitive divisions top to bottom. I agree. Um, Maybe other divisions have some better teams, but I think top to bottom, there's not like that one team where you're like, oh gosh, they're bad. Um, the Marlins, like they've been the basically run to the litter for the last like five years, at least maybe a decade. Mm-hmm. They put on a little bit of a run last season and they've got a young, nice core. So they might, who knows? Okay. This is very hot take wildcard team. Interesting. I don't think they will. That now this is like this is me this is alternative Nick. This is Nick like, you know, maybe if he had a too 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 few many beers and is feeling a little dangerous. Right. This isn't this isn't your official prediction, but this is like a this is a little fantasy. Yeah, this is a little fantasy. Like like I'm just saying if you see yourself at the end of the year and you're like, What? Like, you know, I, I want you to remember me, but if if they turn out to bomb and totally suck, you know, forget my name. But right. To sum it up with the, what I think about the NL East this year is the Braves will return as champs. Um, we've won it for three straight years, and every single year we were predicted not to win the division. I don't know why. It seems like every other year they just there's no respect on the Braves' name, but I feel like we've got basically our entire team back. We haven't lost anyone. We, I, we've only gained, in my opinion. We've got, we uh, signed Charlie Morton. We re-signed Ozuna. We um, we also got Drew Smiley as some um, pitching help. Like uh, one of the biggest problems where we failed against the Dodgers was we had a bunch of guys down with injuries. Are starting like our best pitcher Mike Soroka is coming back. We're adding on. T- we're adding Mike Soroka and Charlie Morton onto a team that was one of the best in the league. I feel like we've got an easy shot of winning the division. Now, some people say the Mets, they got Lindor, they got um, they got the catcher, McCann. I yeah, James honestly, McCann, former White Sox. I honestly don't see like them getting some transformative growth in their team that like makes them dramatically better. Sure, they improve a little bit of offense, but does it improve the bullpen that dramatically? Does it improve the starting rotation other than the DeGrom? I mean, they still had the injury bugs that they've dealt with for years, more than any other team, in my opinion. I've never seen a team get injured like they do. I, I'm not as hyped on the Mets as it, people, uh, other people are. Um, I see the Dodgers, um, not the Dodgers, but the Nationals, who were recent mm-hmm. champs. Um, I, I see them being the number two team, Mets three. I'd have Phillies four. Marlins five, but... Honestly, they they could just like they're that like wild card team where I have no idea what they're gonna do because they have so many young talented guys that I don't I don't know how to quantify them. I don't know like like what their skill level right. is gonna be. So they could just like come out of nowhere, and I wouldn't be surprised if they made some crazy run. Yeah, I I don't necessarily disagree with anything you said. The only thing I would say I really I, I disagree with is. Uh, I, I don't see the Nats as a two team. Um, for, for me, I'll go through my ranking. So for me coming in at number five, I do I agree with you. I do think the Marlins, I just don't, I think they are one year away. Yeah. Um, I, I genuinely think you give this incredibly young and talented team. I believe Sixto Sanchez could be the next big thing in bitching. I, I really they do. Just- they just need I like, like the a stuff free he has. signing. They need some like some outside. They, they're they're one in. big star. They're one big star away 
Yeah. Um, I I think the Marlins. Um, you know, I give them one. I give them two years before they're. Um, I'm I'm like you. If they make it to the wild card, I'll be kind of like, okay, Marlins, I see you. I'm not necessarily shocked, but I'm happy you're here. But if they don't make it, I'm not going to say it was a bad season for them unless they completely shit the bed. Um, yeah, if, I, if, it, if it was like the Orioles somehow making the wild card team, then yeah, like wild card game, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Like I know the world's ending. There's like right, like, exactly. Cats and dogs are raining, but like the Marlins, exactly. like it's not the craziest thing in the world. I I I I legitimately do think they are probably a year or two away from being able to be at least at least a constant threat for the playoffs. I I really do think that for them because, uh, like you said, they are. They are a very young and a very talented team. Like I said, I stand by Sixto Sanchez being the next big thing in pitching. I really do th- think the kid is a stud. The kid has a chance to be the ace this year, which yeah. is insane, which is insane. That he already has a chance to just come in and be the ace of this rotation. And a very good, the NL East has a very good starting pitching, like just top to bottom, really. And yeah. you know, Sanchez is coming in now possibly being the ace for a team. But like I said, I just think they're just too young. They don't have just enough experience. Give them one more year, two more years tops. I think they'll start making some noise. Uh, my four, I think it's the, I think it's the uh, the Phillies. I agree with you too. I just, you know, they, they just really didn't do anything. You know, the Phillies are. You put the yeah, Phillies they, in the division like the NL Central. They're winning that division, hands down, not a question in my opinion. They re-signed because, Real Muto and like yeah. They, they did what guys. they needed to do. They did what they needed to do. They didn't do anything extra. Again, yeah. they're a talented enough team. You put them in the NL Central, they're probably winning the division. But you put them in, the, in a stack NL East, they're coming out at the four. Yeah. I have the Nats at three. Um, I think you really are underselling the Mets, putting, putting the Mets at three. Um, the I, Nats. Okay, on paper, I would agree. But until, like maybe Steve Cohen has changed the juju. But the Mets have a stink about them that, like, it's either underperforming or injuries. Playing against them, like, even I've expected them in the past to be better than they are, and they haven't. So maybe, maybe you are right. Maybe they'll be the, the second best team, but yeah, I, 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 I'll, um, I'll wait. I'll see it, and then I'll believe it. But for me, I have the Nats at three. Um, I think Scherzer will come back to his old form, Strasburg. Trey Turner had a breakout year last year. He's a guy that I've been high on for a couple years. And, you know, to see him finally break out. And the one thing that's always been missing from him is, is his power, you know. He's kind of like that traditional shortstop that you always look for. Amazing speed, good contact, good hitter, you know, good with pretty fair with the glove. You know, he's not going to wow you or win gold glove. He's solid. Just the one thing he was lacking yeah. is power. And he finally started to develop that. I think this is going to be a good year for him to develop that. And plus, you have Juan Soto. You can never count on Juan Soto not providing for you. The dude is the next Ted Williams. But the Nats, I just don't think, have enough. I think they lost too much when they lost Rendon. They haven't been able to do anything to make that up. They've pretty much been the same team since then. If they find a way yeah, to make they, up that I loss think they, for Rendon, they, guys, they could like, jump back think- up into consideration. Yeah, I mean, they signed some guys, but I, I think they still have a solid enough core. And, like, with their World Series experience, that run they've made, they got Mad Max, Strasburg. I, I see them maybe not faltering where the Mets might falter because they're not used to it. That's but, fair. Yeah. Um, for, for, for me, my number two is going to be the Mets. I think, I, I think this is a new wave in New York. I think this is a new wave with Steve Cohen. Um, 
just to, just immediately to just big dick everybody to comment. And the first thing you do is get Francisco Lindor. To me, that shows the type of man of a of president, owner, GM, whatever you want to call him, that he's going to be. And I think that's exactly what the Mets have needed. This is a guy who says, I'm going to go out. I'm going to get you a team that you want to see so that um, so that, like he pretty much is like he's sick of us, the Yankees, being the big brother and bullying them. He wants to make New York a competitive place, and I respect that. As a Yankees fan, I respect that. I like what he's bringing. The thing is, I think if you, I think they just need like a year or two to gel. I think yeah. if they do that, I think like I honestly because when you have such a big name like Lindor come in, and we've heard all things about Lindor. He's a great guy. I would. He's one of the guys. If I ever meet, he's near the top of my list because he just seems like such a good, genuine guy. But he's still such a big name, a big household name coming into a new team. I think they just need a year or two to gel. I think give Conforto and McNeil probably one to two more years to finally break out, give Alonzo time to get back into that his rookie year form. I genuinely think the Mets could probably make a play next year. And. And, and my number one is the Braves. I think they are by far the best team in this division um, for all the reasons you said. You know, picking up Charlie Morton, Soroka coming back, great. Didn't really lose anybody. Um, you, lo- um, you lost Duvall, but really, yeah. is, Duvall, is, that, is that Duvall loss anything going to hurt you? Probably not. Um, yeah, he if was he, good if for he, us, but, like, he, it's not going to kill us. I feel like... If, if losing Adam Duvall is the reason you guys, for whatever reason, don't make the playoffs... You have a lot of other things to look at in your organization. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, Nick Marcakis retired, but, like, he, he was, kind, was, really he was still solid, great. but, you know, we've yeah. got, we've got um, new and upcoming guys like Pache. Uh, it's a very exciting in Atlanta. Yeah, you, you guys have Pache, who I think is going to be who I think is going to be great. Honestly, if, if, I'm, if I'm the Braves, for starters, the obvious play is if the university age becomes a thing, you you DH Osuna, put Pache in left. Oh, God, I am hoping for it soon. Uh, so, Inciarte, um, who's normally our starting center fielder, he's actually a little injured. So, it's very likely that Pache will at least start the year. Yeah, I would so say that. Or, or, or I would defender, say- he'll be able to cover up some of Ozuna's uh, yeah. lack of and, uh, and, and that was gonna And that was going to be my next play. It's that when Pache, because Pache will come up this year, I have a feeling, is that when he does come up, um, you know, you, you obviously have to keep Osuna's bad. So, and, and NCRT is not doing much for y'all, to be honest, outside of yeah. being the good fielder that he is. You know, I think he'd be perfectly okay with, you know, taking a bench spot, especially for a guy like Pache. Yeah. So All right. How about um, your AL East? Yeah, so that's there. where I take over. So, <laughs> the AL East, to me, it, as a Yankees fan, I am worried. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be a dogfight for that top spot between the top three teams. Um, I, I, I genuinely do think that I do think one of the teams isn't going to be as good as people think they're going to be. And, and I'll get to that in a moment. So starting off in my number five is surprise, surprise, the Orioles. Um, the one thing, the one thing I will say, the one thing I will say, I do not think the Orioles will be as bad as people think. I really don't. Um, and that's because they're finally starting to figure it out. Is um, it, you have, are they though? I mean, yes, yes. When they, they, they have, when do, when they develop, they when they develop some pitching, then then I'll, I'll be impressed. And they're sl- they're slowly doing it. It's not obvious, but I promise you, they slowly are. Great prospect in Adley Rushman that's going to be coming up. Santander is going to be great for them. The team is by no means going to compete, probably in the next five years. But what they're doing is they're finally actually going in, 
putting in the pieces to develop it down the line. They're finally doing the rebuild that they've been planning for the past like 10 years. <laughs> um, number four for me is going to be the Red Sox. Um, no, the, Reds, the, the, the Red Sox to me, again, you put them in a division like the NL Central, winning that division. It's just the AL East, in my opinion, is stacked. I, I think I think if it's not the NL East that's the most stacked, it's the AL. Honestly, I, 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 I kind of disagree, mainly, mainly just because I, I feel like, like with just no, this is just a Red Sox take. I do agree the AL East is pretty competitive, but I think it's a three-team race. The Red Sox, for me, their lack of pitching, while they might have good offense at times. Oh, 100%. That's what's holding them back. I just don't see them being like competitive, even in maybe in the NL Central. I feel like teams like the Cardinals and even Brewers are are above them in in many respects. Like that's and that's, hope, that's, that's like hoping JD Martinez comes back. I I, I'm, I think He's they not. I come back to the form at least. I mean, the Red Sox they held on too long. They spent money where they shouldn't have, and the big thing is the effect he'll get you a championship but he'll yep. sell your farm system in the process yep. in your future so i mean, I mean the Bo- it, for, i'd say boston's going to be an average team at, like they're going to i i i think they're going to finish just a couple games below 500 uh probably yeah. come in with if i had to guess probably around 78 79 wins pretty much just about a 500 team and, and it's for the reason you said um they're they're pitching just you know when like two two or three of your best arms are out and you don't do anything to fix that. You don't go out and when, pick up another pitcher. You don't even make Martin, a trade. When Martinez, you're like Martin Perez or whatever his name is. When he's yeah. when he's your ace, you've got yeah. problems. Like like and, and like you know, no offense to Evaldi or um oh god, what's the what's the other one? Eduardo Rodriguez. No offense to those guys, but I mean, the second Chris Sale goes down with an injury, you got to be making calls to somebody to get it, to get another good starting pitcher. You you gotta be making calls if you're the Red Sox, and and they didn't. Then you then you know the whole Mookie Betts trade. I don't get me wrong. I like Jeter Downs. I think Jeter Downs is gonna be great for him. I like Alex Verdugo, probably one of if not the best player on that team currently. Yeah. But when Alex Verdugo is your best player currently, that's not saying a lot about you as a team. Yeah, I think we're pretty much in agreement with the bottom two. The top three for me. That's yep. gonna be interesting because there's three clear, you know, leaders. There, there's three. The the, the the like I said, the top three I think is gonna be a dogfight. But for me, number three is the Rays. Hmm. I, um, the reason is they lost too much. You, you, when you lose your top two pitchers for and just in free agency, and you know you really don't even make a play to bring him back. Or, you know, you trade Blake Snell, it's, um, you, you know, the, the hitting is there, but at the same time now, you know, no offense to guys like Randy or Rosarena or uh, Mike Zanino or Brandon Lau, but you give teams a full year of those guys, they're going to get figured out. Yeah. And, you know, given that 60, given that 60 game window they had, no, of course, teams aren't going to figure that out. No, not at all. But you give them a full 162 games, they're going to get found out probably about game 85. And, you know, that still leaves half a year 
to torch them. I'm going to have to agree with you because, like, yeah. uh, I feel the only thing I will say in the Rage defense is I seem to say this, like, every year after their offseason. I feel like every year I say the Rays, they gave up so much. They shuffled so much. But How that's what they do best. And then that's what they do best. They, they, like, they somehow may remain competitive and come out like with a guy out of their ass. Or- and, and, like that, and that's the thing that's annoying as a Yankees fan is, you know, like, like realistically. I don't know how to evaluate them. Like, I, sure, I, I, don't I agree either. with your I ranking legit, of three. I don't. But, like, I agree with your ranking of three, like, just based off logic. But it seems like the Rays don't. But, if the Ra- but, here's, but here's, yeah, here's the thing. If the Rays win the, win the division next year, I'm legitimately not going to be surprised. I, I, I'm not. I'm gonna be like, yeah, they're the Rays. What do you? What? Why they do I expect some voodoo magic? Honestly, well, yeah. Why do I expect nothing less? But just with everything that they have on paper currently in the state of the division, I don't. I have them winning probably about 85, 86 games. But at the same time, they're in that situation where they could. Where if they win the division, I'm not shocked. They win more than ninety games, I'm not shocked. They win less than they win less than uh fifty percent. I'm not shocked. Here's something I would say: just because um, of the makeup of the team, I wouldn't be surprised. AL East, um, having both wild card spots in the AL, I I wouldn't either from the AL East. If I'll I'll put it this way: I'm confident enough in the division. I'll put it this way: if the Rays finish number two in the division, we will have both. We yeah. will have both wild card spots. For me, so, it depends on where the Rays will finish in our division. So, so who's your number one? Who's your number two? Number two for me is the Blue Jays. Number one for me is the Yankees. Um, the Blue Jays, props to the Blue Jays. That like I I, I literally we, we were texting all offseason every single day. It seemed the Blue Jays were making another move, bringing in another piece they needed, making another play on a player. They were making they were just sweat. getting they were just getting better and better and better and better every single day. The issue is they still have a core of guys who are very inexperienced. Boba shit has a chance to be a superstar. He does. Yeah. But he's still young. He doesn't even have half a game's worth of total games played. He doesn't have half a season's worth. Vlad Jr. He's underperformed. He's underperformed. Give him a chance. Give him a year to get consistent. I think he'll be great. Kevin Biggio might soon be one of the most underrated players in the game if he can continue to develop. But again, I, I just like he just needs to make more so contact. But yeah, they've got a nice young core of hitting. Simeon, um, yeah, and then and then you bring in guys like Simeon, George Springer, and, and just all the other moves they've made. Like I like I'm legitimately nervous that they could beat us. I don't think they will, but I think, I think that the race is going to be yeah. close. Their bullpen um, doesn't impress me. Uh, they've got some. In that, and that's what a lot of people are saying. Yeah, they've got some decent starters like Ryu, um, and um, they've got like some prospects like Pearson. I, but... I I would say if they had gone out and made a big splash with pitching, which they can't because of Ryu's god awful contract. But had they, I would legitimately probably be picking them to win the division. Yeah. I, I think if they had gone out and made that. Big splash with a starting pitcher, probably over the Simeon deal, 
to be honest. I think if they'd done that over Simeon, Simeon's still a great player. I love Marcus Simeon, but I think if they make that play over the Simeon play, I think they probably get picked by most people to win the division. Yeah, I mean, and they sure they did need upgrades to their offense, um, like Springer. They did, but they're up, but they're pitching needed rather, it more. Like if they acquired a Bauer, that would have been, I guess, or any other like you know top tier pitcher. Top pitcher they needed that could more. They, like, tra- could you imagine if they had traded for Blake Snell? Ooh, that'd be nice. Imagine Blake's. Imagine Blake Snell on that on this Blue Jays team. I mean, interdivision trades don't happen, but like and I, I know, but imagine. just imagine. Uh, um, and then yeah, surprise, surprise. I did pick the Yankees to win. Um, but it's not just bias, you know. The one thing everybody has criticized us for for the past years now, for years, is our starting rotation. And what did we do? We got better. We got better on low risk, high reward deals. We signed Corey Kluber to a one-year deal, which, you know, if he goes back to Cy Young Corey Kluber, we make bank on that. Or if he's a Corey Kluber he's been, that's still a really good pitcher. That's still a solid two-man in our rotation. We go out and pick up Jamison Tyon for absolutely nothing and connect the best friends in Tyon and Cole. So Tyon's just just already happy to be here. When you're relaxed and happy, you play better. (laughs) And then, you know, our team's coming back. If we can stay healthy, we could win 100 games. I'm saying yeah, it right I, now. If, if the Yankees stay healthy, we win 100 games. Easy. Is, uh, how's Britain doing? We, listen, listen. <laughs> um, Britain's fine. He's fine. I, I've been seeing many reports, but. <laughs> Shut up. Um, but, but, like, we do, we do have guys coming back. Judge just came back today. What's the first thing he does? Hit a 440-foot bomb. Over a tiki bar because why not? The, here, here's the thing with the Yankees for me. I mean, you lost Tanaka, who has a lot of experience, a lot of playoff experience. Mm-hmm. Maybe you get that kind of like elite. He may not have been, you know, an all like an all star at all points. He may not have been a top tier guy, but he was very he was somewhat consistent ish. He was, I guess, reliable. You could say. When you have guys like Tyon and Kluber who have not been reliable as of late, I'm I'd be a little bit nervous. Um, you've got you guys do have one of the best, you know, bullpens in the league still. Uh, mm-hmm. That's one of your honestly. Best I will say honestly, that, for me, when you guys can have Stanton and Judge together healthy for a full year, that's when you guys will be the true destroyers that you are. I I don't yep. see. If they can't stay healthy, you guys aren't going too far in the playoffs, in my opinion. Uh, and I hate to say it, but I do feel the same way. But I, I feel just something something in the air. A lot of Yankees fans are very optimistic about the players' health this year. Um, the one thing all Yankees fans agree on is this is Gary Sanchez's last year. <laughs> we, we, as a fan base, we have given him passes. Oh, this is his last year. Either, either he performs – or we want his head. When he first There's... came up, I thought he was going to be like the next coming of Christ, like the next Johnny Bench. He, so he did three twenty five. He said three twenty five. Field his position, and then whereas he couldn't field his position, and we're just like, we don't want you. We yeah. don't want like dog. We had Jorge Posada. I love Jorge, but Jorge ain't hitting tanks like Sanchez. We want defense behind our plate. We don't care how well you can hit. Why do you think we love Higgisiaka? 
Why do you think we love Higgy? He can see sometimes, it. like he Sanchez just seems like he doesn't even try. He doesn't, and that's why we want him gone. We were like, look, you put in your effort here, we will reward you. You don't, we want you dead. Yeah. I th- I think I like we're pretty much in agreement so far on the AL East and the L East basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's let's move let's to the central, the central where where I think I I'm like both I think I'm sh- both yeah. yeah this is the shittiest division in, in baseball right now. I think NL Central is by far, um, in my opinion, the worst division. Um, I'll I'll, I'll start. Um, I think we're I think we're both in very much agreement here. Um. Last place in the central, worst team all in all baseball, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Buckos, the the cheapest you know, in baseball. Um, not only insane. did they not do, not only did they not do anything, they got worse because they gave us Jamison Tyon. Somehow they got worse. They were <laughs> they already gave bad, us their best but they player. Decided, they decided to somehow nothing. get worse. It's actually impressive. You know who? Um, I think we both agree on five. You know who I have? I have four. I re- go for it because I really don't. I'm not sure who I have. I, I I don't know either, honestly. But this is why I'm feeling the Cubs. What what the hell? That's not a bad pick. That's not bad. That's the thing. One through four in this division could legitimately make sense for any of the other four teams. You could put yeah. any of the teams in any spot, and it makes sense to me. It really the thing does. is like the Cubs, like. They they getting rid of you, Darvish. I don't even know what they're doing. Are they trying to be competitive? Are they not? They're they're like their owners are like putting out their pockets, like oh, spare some change. Like they're feigning like being super. This is a team that five years ago ended the curse, dude. I thought they were gonna have a long reign as like an ill central. So did everybody else. They had such a young core, and they still do, and a lot like. Baez is still there. Rizzo is still there. Bryant still there for now. Like I, yeah. I don't know where like this decline that came. Like they started choking the Brewers and like started you know playing good. Um, I I feel like the Cubs are fourth, and the for only me, way they're gonna ever sniff you know that World Series high this year is if they do all those twenty one pounds of meth that they found in that Cubs prospects bag. This- <laughs> The spring training. That's I still the only, can't believe that. That's the only way they're going to catch that World Series high is if they smoke that meth. I, like that this just shows man, how funny. This dude shows up to spring training with a bag and twenty-one pounds. It'd be wild if he was doing meth. The fact that he has twenty-one pounds means was he smuggling? Was he dealing? I think he was smuggling. I think he was smuggling. Oh, I don't know. Like, he was part of the drug trade or something. Um, like, no, Jesus. My, so, my four, I don't think it's going to be the Cubs. Um, I, I don't. I'll get to them later. I think my four is going to be the Reds. Yeah. And that they kind of went all in last year. They did, and they didn't really get anything for it. Um, and, and that is simply just because of the four, they are the ones with the least amount of talent. Sonny Gray and Castillo are great. Yeah, I, I would but, say they have a better overall team in hitting than like the Cubs, who are like super inconsistent. They got review Darvish. I, I guess, I but actually, I just, I, I just for the lulls, I want to upgrade the Pirates to fourth, just because don't Cole you dare. Tucker. 
Cole Tucker is winning right now. That man is dating Vanessa Hudgens. That man is living a <laughs> middle school Matt's life goal right now. And I hate Cole Tucker, but I respect him at the same time. That's a wild card we can't account for. Maybe he puts up 50 home runs because of this. Who knows? Dog, just I'd putting be, that out there. Dog, I'd be trying to hit 100. I'd be trying to hit 162 bombs if I'm dating Vanessa Hudgens. I'm 160. So, like, Cole Tucker's got a chance, man. Yeah, my three yeah. is. My three is the Reds. Um, they yeah, lost so let, let power, me, but they still yeah. Got, let me let me go into why I think the Reds yeah, are my yeah, four. Yeah. Um, yeah, they lost Bauer. Castillo and Gray are still great pitchers. Um, Suarez is a is a really good player, but really they don't have much outside of that, and, and that's what I think is Votto's just old. Votto, I love Joey Votto, but he's he's nearing the end of his career. Um, you know, it's just you know Mustakis, solid player, but. I just feel like they could be better. You know, I, I feel like they are capable of more, but they just aren't able to achieve it. Yeah, I mean, with, the, with like, the Cubs versus Reds, like, ranking them, the reason I dropped the Cubs a little bit is because who do they have for pitching? Who do the Cubs have for pitching? Yeah, Hendricks, but really that's it. That's it. Like, I feel like the, the Reds at least have some pitching there. Their offense, I think, is very comparable, or in, yeah. in some ways better. Like from what I like, they made the playoffs at least last year. I, I'd lead and like they both like the Dodge, uh, the Cubs lost um, Darvish and the Reds lost Bauer. I see them kind of they're kind of the same level. Honestly, you could flip them yeah. either way. I think the see, top the two, reason, yeah, the and top the two are the that, Cardinals yeah. and Brewers. Yeah, and the reason for me the Cubs are three is because. We've seen what Bryant, what Baez, what Rizzo on their game looks like. And I think all three of them are primed for a bounce back. Plus, Ian Happ just decided to become a stud. Ian Happ was just like, oh, yeah, I'll just be good this year. I'll carry the team. And yeah. if he can keep that up, that's, a, that's another – that's a fourth star the Cubs have. I will say one thing. Bryant, this is a contract year. 100%. Bryant – if, so, if I'm Chris yeah. Bryant, to be honest – if the Cubs don't finish, if the Cubs don't make the playoffs, I'm leaving Chicago if I'm Chris yeah. Bryant. And that's even if he makes it to free agency and doesn't get traded from Chicago beforehand. Yeah. I, I, um, so here's the thing. Who are you ranking, St. Louis or the Brewers? That, um, who's winning the division for you? I have St. Louis. St. Louis? Mm. I have St. Louis. You have yeah. the Brewers. I, I'd have to agree, too. Just like. The, their, they their were, magic wizardry bag. I wish they were bad for at least some period of time, but they, they seem can't to be. somehow it's always. They're like the Rays of the NL. I would compare them to. They just somehow come up with these guys from the minors or like. Except they're winning divisions, not unlike the Rays. Like the the Cardinals are being legitimate, like World Series contenders some years, and like costly in the playoffs. And and the Brewers are that team that everyone cheers for. To, they want to win the division. But like comes up like a game short, like just yeah. a game, like just barely. It, it's it's really sad. Um, but I'm cheering for the Brewers. But I just think the Cardinals. I mean, the Cardinals were better pitching yeah. staff plus the addition of Arenado. Yeah, exactly. The the Cardinals were already a lot of people's and a lot of you know professionals pick to win the division, and then they go out and get the best third baseman in the game today and fifty million dollars on top of it. To just make them better, yeah. Like, they, if, if, in my opinion, if you're not picking the Cardinals to win the division, 
you are expecting Chris Mignola to put up another MVP-type season. You're expecting Devin Williams and Josh Hayer to become the best closers in all of baseball. And you're probably expecting Corbin Burns to come out and win a, and win a Cy Young in the same year. Yeah, I, I, I would say it, Cardinals are probably going to win it, but Brewers, they'll be competitive. They'll be competitive, but unlike in years past, it's not. I don't think it's going to be that close. I think the Cardinals probably win the division by five, six games. So AL Central is kind of <sighs> kind of another crappy division overall. I'd say there's two clear winners, like two clear favorites. They're I mean, in my in my opinion, Central. in my opinion, it was completely clear who was going to win it until Eloy Jimenez goes down with an injury for the entire year. Yeah, and, like legitimately. That White Sox team, when like fully healthy, is probably the second best team in the AL. Like legitimately, they're probably the second best team in the AL behind the Yankees. And then yeah. one of, and then probably their second best bat goes down with an injury, takes them out the entire season. That changes a lot, and that's the thing you have to realize with Jimenez: you're not going to miss his glove, you're not going to miss his speed, you're going to miss the bat that he provides. But it's such an impactful bat. That it makes a difference. Luckily, they have a bunch of depth. They've got like Tim Anderson. They've got like all all the guys that like um their young yeah. core. They've got a good pitching staff. But let's think, let's I, let's I start think, at the bottom. And let's just skip the bottom too. Like the Tigers, trash. They're gonna be better yeah, than Tigers. Tanks. They might yeah, have a I few think... prospects to make them okay at best, but that's yeah, their, ceiling, think... their ceiling is okay. Their ceiling is fourth. Yeah, um, Royals. Did they pick up Benintendi? Maybe they're hoping. That's not a big name. They're praying and hoping that he becomes what he once was. I I see them finishing fourth. Um, then Indians. Yeah, yeah, I agree. yeah. They're, in, they're in, third. Indians. Yeah, but, I mean, you lose Francisco Lindor and you don't do anything to make it better. Yeah, you're a third place team now. Yeah, they they'll be okay because they just got vestiges of the old team, I guess. Jose Ramirez is still a great, is still a really good player. Yeah. Um. Then the top two. Uh, I I, still I, have think, the Sox I think winning. I still have the Sox too, but I think it's gonna be a lot closer now. It's gonna be a close race, and maybe if the if the Sox get in like a bad slide or something, then the Twins the Twins come in. They because the Twins, the twins. Just, they just don't have the pitching like. Depth for me that to like trust them. Yeah, because because great cause, hitting core. Like outside Nelson of Kinta, yeah. But outside of Kinta Maeda, who do they have? Who like who's another starting pitcher you can name? Who's like Jose Barrios? Barrios, right? Isn't he? Doesn't he pitch for them? Yeah, he has potential. Like he's yeah, so flashes of being ace. He's over. He's but, good, but like he, he's just it, not it, like it's just one of those things when, when Kenta Maeda and I like Kenta Maeda. I think he's got some good stuff, but when Kenta Maeda is your ace, you could do better. You could do better. Oh, definitely. So, yeah, so I think we both agree. Um, White Sox and Nate maybe nearly now winning in LC. Yeah, I think, I think I think the White Sox now. I would. I legitimately probably would pick the White Sox by eight to ten games. Um, now if it becomes like a three game race, not going to be shocked. Not going to be shocked at all. Next division in West. <sighs> so can we just ignore the rest of the teams and just, it's basically the same as the AL Central where it's just two teams. Yeah. Um, I mean, I still kind of want to go through because I want to say my piece on my God awful Colorado Rockies and oh. how depressing it is to be a Rockies fan. Thank okay, God. Yeah. I, I want to actually see, like, see who you ranked. 
the bottom. Yeah. Thank God I am a New York Yankees fan first, by the way. Thank God. Because otherwise, if I was a Rockies fan, I would probably stop watching baseball. Um, and I was seeing articles about them considering now trading Trevor Story. So you got that look to – Well, because look, everybody and their mother knows he's not resigning this at the end of this year. Everybody knows that. If he, he is a fool if he resigns. So, I mean, it's a smart play. He's one of the best shortstops in baseball. Had a breakout year. Yeah, trade him. Get, to, get what you can. Don't do whatever the hell you did with Arenado and get bullshit prospects and give away $50 million that you already barely didn't fucking have. But, yeah. So, yeah, I, I have to do it to him. The Rockies are by far the worst team in that division. It's, it's not even close. They're literally fighting Pittsburgh to not be the worst team in baseball. Um, you know, the Rockies, the Rockies would, yeah. probably weren't finishing above. A lot of people weren't even picking the Rockies to finish above fourth before the Arenado trade. And then you trade away your best player. You get jack shit in return. Yeah, you're now the worst or second worst team in all of baseball. Very yeah. easy to me. Yeah, because they've just never been able to build pitching. And then they've gotten just worse hitting. Uh, sure, you could just maybe they sneak to fourth just because of the cores effect, and maybe they somehow maybe play better if, at home. If we can, if we don't fuck up the Trevor Story trade, that will like, and it's not a possibility in my opinion. Trevor Story does get traded. Yeah, if yeah. the if the the Rockies lose out on so much if they don't trade him, that they're fucking fools. I I think that will probably be if they don't trade Trevor Story, that's gonna be the straw that breaks the camel's back, and the team finally gets sold. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I think that's what does it. Rockies are clear last. Yeah. Um. Fourth, I have uh, the D-backs. Um, really? You know, I just, you know, it's something. I, I like Kevin Gosman. That's why I'm going with the Giants third. I like Gosman. I like Yastrzemski. <laughs> I, think they're, I, think they're okay. I think they're okay. Don't get me wrong. All three teams are trash, but, um, you know, yeah. Giants are okay. Why not? I'll pick the Giants over the D-backs. Why not? I don't think I don't I think suffered, Ketel Marte. I, I don't think like I don't think Ketel Marte is going to bounce back. So I, I think he's going to bounce back. Gosman try to pitch. Like <laughs> I've never seen ninety seven look so slow. But like, here's the thing: if it's deceptive, it's deceptive. Like you think that guy'd be a strikeout machine? That fact that he's throwing ninety seven with sink. But the man, like. He's he can be like good occasionally, but I I am cheering for Yastrzemski just because you know history, you know the relationship with uh, yeah. the, uh Carl Yastrzemski and if all. His but next like, move, if like if he ever does a career move and it's not to Boston, I will probably riot. Yeah, I I, I have the Giants fourth and the D backs third. But realistically, re- it's yeah. like realistically, legitimately, all three of those teams could be in all, either of those three positions. Like legitimately, the Rockies could shock yeah, everyone and finish third, and I'd be like, "Cool, we don't do anything." Still, the I question have a is strong who- opinion with the bottom three. Yeah. Um. So I want to know for, from you first, who's two and who's one. Um. Do, I I, all I'm gonna all I'm gonna ask is, does the streak end? The streak doesn't end. Um. As much as I wanted to uh, to protect the Braves dynasty legend, um, the the Dodgers will repeat as you know West champions. I mean, okay. the Padres did improve. They acquired Darvish. They acquired Snell. They've got great hitting core. The whole shebang. But 
did the Dodgers get worse? No, they yeah, got better. That's right. They got so much better. They have so much depth. They've got prospects out the bazoo that are still coming up. It's most time. Most of the times when you have such a great team, your farm system is crap because you either sold them all away to get that good team, or they've already all come up and you lose good draft picks. No, the Dodgers somehow have been able to, like when a player's about to leave, they'll trade them away, get some prospects, and then sign a new player, and this be totally fine. They've mastered the perfect art of balancing, you know, trading away their prospects or acquiring new guys. They got Bauer. They've, they're just, uh, they are frustratingly good. And I am very worried that they're going to um, approach the uh, Atlanta Braves' uh, consecutive division win streak. So we won the division 14 straight times. Yep. Uh, I think the um, Dodgers are around nine-ish. I want to say I want to say this would be nine. I think last year they were at eight. Yeah, they're 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 still got quite a few more seasons to go. But I'm, I'm just going through nervous. right now to see. I'm just I'm on MLB.com right now. I'm literally just seeing like wh- like the last time that they won the wild card or the last time they won their division. The last time they didn't win. Um, they- They've got last so many young guys too. The the only way they don't win is somehow like there's some World Series hangover. The Padres, they're at the very minimum, they are definitely getting a wild card spot. That is for sure. But yeah, the Dodgers, I think, are going to repeat. See, I, for me, I'm literally I'm I'm tossing everything up. I'm I I I'm, I've changed my decision about this legitimately da- daily. Because sometimes I'm just sometimes I'm like, yeah, you're right. The Dodgers are that good. They did not get worse. By the way, by the way, the last um starting in 2013, uh, that was when the Dodgers streak started. Uh, 2013 was the first year in their consecutive streak that they have won the division. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm, I'm like you, like so, like sometimes sometimes I wake up and I'm like, no, the Dodgers are probably the best team in baseball. They are. They they won. They never got worse. They got better. They increased their depth, like everything you said. And then other days, I wake up and I'm like, no, you know, I think the Padres. I think the Padres like this underdog mentality that yeah. they're coming in with somehow. You know, they're, they're they look at them and they're like, we're the we're great. We're great, and people still see us as the underdog that fuels us, that make that pisses us off. We're great. Let's go shock the world. Honestly, and they're I'm going to the Padres. So they're hard. going to. I'm picking the Padres to win the division. Woo. I'm picking them. I think, I want to be you, but I can't. I, I can't. I want to be you, though. I'm so jealous. That feeling just deep in my gut tells me something's going to happen that the Padres are going to do. I don't know if it's Blake Snell wins a Cy Young. I don't know if it's Tatis hits 50 bombs. Machado wins an MVP. Trent Grisham decides to be the best center fielder of all time. I, I don't know what it is. But something is telling me that the Padres are going to win this division. Something's going to happen. I am going to be cheering for the Padres because their fans are amazing. The memes, the Twitter—they've got the oh, one. So the great! They rival the, the Braves. Probably the best Twitter game, I would say. God, and that's your not, stupid Tiger Woods memes. You know, we little, like we've come up with so many memes. We're beyond that, but Tiger Woods is definitely one of our greatest memes. But the San Diego Padres fans, we've bonded over how good our Twitter games are. Like, we've, like, the Braves and Padres fan bases, I think, like, at least on Twitter, are very close. I will say I'm cheering for the Padres so hard because they've never won a World Series. 
They're, they're, they're the underdogs. I hope they win. Plus, Dodgers fans, the unearned cockiness that they have because of their Mickey God, yeah, I know. They didn't they do win They win one. They win one World Series and don't know how to act. Like, if you Dude, act like you've been there, like, at least, like, like I thought the cockiness of Yankee fans were bad. I, I am, I, um, I forget it. You guys, so like, like, at this part, we're at this point, we're just all depressed. Yeah, we're just depressed you, at this point. We're like, cool, whatever. We don't you care. Got, the Dodgers fans, like, because they've are they've always been the big team, you know, with the LA team or the richest. But now they won the championship. They have mm-hmm. the cock. Oh, they they are like more obnoxious than any Yankee fan that I've run into recently. It's. Mm-hmm. It's a sweet we've been we, a monster. We have been telling the fan bases for years, we're not the worst. It's the Dodger fans. It's the I Dodger mean, fans. Don't, Nobody don't believes us. You're still bad. Oh, but... we're still insufferable, but we're not the worst. We've been telling you guys this. Because we Dodger, know we're insufferable. We're Dodger aware fans, of it. They'll beat up opposing like fans. Like they're they're just and now they have the uh, I, Yeah. Dude. But no, just I they I'm, bro- uh, they've they pushed me to my breaking point because you don't know how many times, like anytime there's some like Braves news or someone's like bringing it up, like the Braves could win the division. There's some Dodger fan unprovoked, unprovoked, mind you, bringing up three, one. I'm just like, what, what we were the underdogs against you in that ju- se- series. You should have beat us four. Oh yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's not like the, uh, the Cavaliers, uh, the Warriors blowing a three, one league. Cause the Warriors yeah, are supposed to like win the that Warriors series. The Dodgers, like, the Dodgers were supposed to blow y'all out of fucking water. You guys were supposed to get like a game. Yeah, we. I thought we were gonna maybe win, two like, a game, but the the like. Uh, but yeah, we, Padres we fans, them. amazing. No, I, like, like like I said, just something in my gut is telling me the Padres are gonna do it. So I'm I'm going with the Padres. Obviously, the Dodgers will make the postseason. That's that's a fact. That's yeah. just, that's just a fact of life. But. Something's telling me it's got the Padres doing it. Um, so now from probably our the um, the closest division to the, one okay, that this, nobody fucking knows. Here's this is a division that honestly, like I couldn't care about. Like I I don't nothing. care about the I don't care about the AL West in the slightest. I legitimately don't. Like what even? What are they doing? Like. Like I, I I follow the, I follow the movements of three teams being the Yankee like religiously the Yankees the Rockies and the Oakland Athletics Oakland like that entire division I follow it because of the Athletics I couldn't tell you who's winning I couldn't tell you who's finishing last well I could probably tell you no I could probably no I couldn't tell you who's finishing last because there are two awful teams in that division yeah any prediction you make will be wrong probably um, um I'll, I'll I'll just I'll just shoot in the dark here. Go. Rangers just, finished last because the Rangers got nothing. Yeah, they got Joey Gallo. That's it. Fourth will be the Mariners. I think may uh, Kyle Seager's probably on his way out. Kyle Lewis is going to be a great talent. Jared Kelenic is going to be a stud when he comes up, and I can't wait for it. Julio Rodriguez is going to be good, but they just got to call these guys up. Um, third, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to get weird. Third's going to be the Astros. Ooh. I'm going to get weird. Third's going to be the Astros. You lost Springer. Correa had an okay twenty. Uh, Correa had an okay last season. Bregman and Altuve sucked. I Verlander's going to start the year on the 
on the Verlander's on the DL. I don't think Bregman or Altuve will bounce back as much as people think. I think they will bounce back. It's going to be hard for the, for guys like that to suck as much as they did over full season. But they're not going to bounce back to their star performances. Um, Jordan Alvarez will have a good year. That's that's it. I I don't see much out of the Strohs. I don't. Um, my two, like I said, I'm I'm going to get weird. My two is going to be the A's. I'll pick the Angels to win the damn division. Why not? The A's. They, no, the Angels. The Angels are going to win. The Angels are winning that division. Why? Why not? Dude, Just why not? Honestly, go, nobody knows what's going on in that division. I'll pick Trout. Give Trout his. Give Trout his playoff appearance. This isn't even on you. I am so bored by this division. I just checked out of that conversation. Like, I don't blame you. Um, like, I, I, I guess no- for me, the, the Mariners, because they just make their fan base cry so much. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to put them as five. That's um, fair. I'll put- God, they're worse than the Rangers. Oh, my God. The team might actually leave Seattle. Because, like, the Rangers, yeah, they'll, 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 like, I don't know. They'll do something. Um, Why not? I guess I'll have the A's third. Cause that's not bad. I really, like, that's not, that's, that's fair. Like, and then maybe uh, Angels, because there's no way they get over, like, they'll, they'll disappoint. They'll find a way. Uh, <laughs> it's so true, though. And then I think the Astros have just lucked into somehow winning the division again. But and, and they're not going to be – I don't think they'll be com- super competitive in the playoffs. I think it's teams like the Yankees, Rays, Blue Jays, White, White Sox, and Twins, all in the AL that are better than them that will oh, absolutely. do better in the playoffs. I, I think, I think the, the Astros will like win, but yeah, that division – it's 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 the one like oh it's like that girl at the party that like you know is very homely like oh you're here <laughs> god it's such an insult she's so homely <laughs> but like but that's the thing is that like everything you do, like that exact tradition you can make you just made it it, it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest because nothing if, happens in that division not a yeah, thing that's just like legitimately if Mike Trout's not in that division nobody cares about that entire division exactly. If, Mike Trout isn't there, and if the Astros never cheated or never got caught cheating, nobody cares about that division. The thing literally is, if they didn't no, get caught cheating, I would still like actually care because they'd be good. They'd be good. Yeah. They'd be good because they wouldn't have this cloud over them, like all the fan bases yeah, hating actually, and not yeah. pressure on them. They really, if it wasn't for Trout, nobody would care. Yeah, I think we can both agree on that. Like, He's such a good guy. He's not going to leave them. He's such a nice person. I don't think he's ever going to leave the Angels. I don't think. Dude, why do they keep nickel and diming for these, like, pitchers? Like, they keep, like, it's either these projects or guys that have underperformed that they're going to hope or magically will be good again. That's the type of pitchers the Angels seem to always acquire. And, and the thing is, hope- most pitchers would love to go play with Mike Freaking trout. Look at any ace on like a subpar team who's just like outside the edge. You're telling yeah, me a guy like you're telling me a guy like Brandon Woodruff, Corbin Burns, Noah Syndergaard, Aaron Nola. 
Fucking Scherzer? Strasburg? You're going to tell me guys like that wouldn't die to play with Mike Trout. Dude. And all of a sudden make that team competitive. Here's the depressing thing. Mike Trout, he is uh, he's about to hit 30. He's about to – he's still in his prime, but he's a – I don't think that's going to stop him. Mike Trout could play until he's 45. He's probably still hitting 40 bombs a year, like legitimately. That, I don't I, think that stops I think, him. I think he'll still be amazing. Don't get me wrong, but it'll be the saddest thing in the world if they wasted over 10 years of complete dominance of a player. Well, that's what happens when you get Albert Pujols – for the back half of his career. Yeah, who even Literally, knows? like any bad decision. About, like, it, yeah, well, because also, like, I mean, like, like, okay, if a guy's up and coming, sure, give him a 10-year deal. Pools is like, what, 30, 32 when he signed that contract? And who knows what his actual age is? Because there's a theory exactly. that he lied. Like, because, you know, some players in the Dominican Republic lied. I think, his, I think his wife confirmed that. Hold on, let me, let me Google this. Hold on. There's this rumor that, like, I saw this thing, like, where he was actually old, and that would no, explain his. Like, I'm, I'm aware. This is better. something that this is something that's been going on since 2018. Yeah, and, I, hold on. I would say like that's one of the worst contracts ever. I mean, he had like a few good seasons, not not worth the money, but like he had a few good seasons. But yeah. He he apparently wants to keep playing. I, I if I was an Angels fan, I was hoping he'd retire after last season, but they're stuck with him. So here's a quote, by the way. So I, I found a quote about the whole story, the pool hole story. So this comes from Sporting News on, on, on March 4th. So this is just earlier this year. So um David Sampson, who was the Marlins president from 02 to 2017. Um, so he brought up the fact, or he claimed that Pulse isn't by, lying about his age his entire career. He made an appearance on the Dan Levitard show and was reflecting on the 2012 offseason when Pulse was a free agent. He signed the contract with the Angels. And the Marlins were actually one of the teams trying to sign him. And so it says, he it says, while recalling that contract and offers the Marlins set Pulse, Samson let it slip that the baseball player isn't the age he claims to be. Quote from Samson directly. <clears throat> We knew when we did the calculations for that deal that we didn't care about 2019, 2020, or 2021. It was so far in the future that it didn't matter, Samson said. We knew he'd be unproductive. We knew that he was not the age he said he was. We had all the information. To which, oh. Levit- to which Levitard then responded, Dan Levitard responded to him and said, did you just report flatly that Pujols is older than he's always claimed to be? Samson's response. Samson said, there is not one person in baseball, not one executive, who believes Albert Pujols is the age that he says he is. The amount of fraud that the amount of fraud that was going in on that that was going on in the Dominican back in the day, the changing of names, the changing of birthdays, it would blow your mind. Dude. And the thing is, what's also sad about Pujols, like along with his like lying about his age. The man recently fell below three hundred, batting three hundred for his career. He's now at two ninety nine. He's not getting his, back above three hundred. He's not. No, that's what his Angels career has done. He uh, done to his, his. I mean, he's still he's still a legend. He's still going to be one of the best ever. But right. and I, I even have more about this too. Like I'm reading the article still. So, um, and many people. So the reason it's it all started in 2018 was that an interview he did with Yahoo Sports where. 
um, where p many people see Pujols revealed his true age. So for starters, um, a lot of stuff with the, a lot of players from the Dominican, at least older players from the Dominican Republic who not being the age, they claim to be two big names were former pitcher Wandy Rodriguez and Miguel Tejada, both of whom actually be out, both of whom turned out to actually be two years older than they pre than previously thought. So for Pujols though, so he did an interview in 2018 with Yahoo Sports. He said, "I actually hit it. Um, it was something. It was something about a home. Uh, he was describing his first ever home run. He said, I actually hit off of Octavio Dotel. I think I told you that. I was about 12, 13, almost 13 years old. And then he says, and we go back, you know, 28 years later, and here I am. So using Pulse's math, 13 plus 28 would have made him about 41 at the time of the interview. That was in 2018. Quote, in the same interview, well, Dotel, I believe he's like three or four years older than me. The same, the same math led Pujols to being 41. So using that context, Pujols would be three years older than the 41 years old he's actually currently listed. So he would theoretically be 44. Ooh. Yeah. Um, Which is that We've seen it with other athletes from that area. <sighs> yeah. It doesn't look good. That, that might be... And the big thing also comes in, did Pujols know about this? Like, it doesn't seem as well, like, did Pujols, you know, does he still not know the age he is? Did he not know back then when he signed the contract, but does he now? Was he always aware of what age he actually was? But that, that's a whole other topic. That's a whole other can of worm. Throughout how but, long his deal was, yeah, let, let's, like, not to get into it, only one all-star appearance. Well, yeah, it was a 10-year deal he signed in 2012. So, I mean, yeah. Because I think that was – correct me if I'm wrong. I believe that was the same year or the year after Miguel Cabrera signed his 10-year deal. Yeah, like the Angels, let's just say they're the biggest disappointment in baseball. It's just – they, they, they have the best player of our generation and quite possibly the best player of all time. And there is a very good chance that – assuming Mike Trout ever leaves the team – there's a very good chance that player or that team will never see the World Series or the, not even the World Series, the playoffs with that man on his, on their team. Yeah. So you got any weekend plans as the season's coming up? Dog, uh, I'm working this weekend, be, but um, I did ask off from my job. I asked off opening day. <laughs> I just put – I requested that day off. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to be available this day or the next. So yeah. I've been saving up. Therefore, you could definitely drink on opening day, which is, I think, a must. Fact, the issue is, am I going to a bar or am I going to shell out $125 to buy MLB TV so I don't have to deal with blackouts? Ooh, that is, that is very And MLB TV, 125 bucks is all games all year. It's I'll not just, just like for a set team. That's It's really good. Yeah, I, I just really need – I'm going to be spending this weekend preparing my anus for opening day. I'm just ready. Ready for it to happen. Yeah, well, it wouldn't be a Braves opening day without it, so. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, not, I'm not a Pirates fan. Then, then that'd be an actual thing you need to prepare for. True. That oh, organization my. is shafting you. I would like to apologize to MLB TV. Uh, it is $129.99 for um, stream every team's out-of-market games live or on demand. God, I hate, um, I hate blackouts. Jesus. Dude, that's, we just need to do a whole episode on blackouts. 
Like yeah, legitimately. Cool at some point. That's, right, that's all I got for this week. Yeah, that's I think that's all we got. Um we'll probably be back next week with probably next weekend with some sort of opening day recap storylines, big winners, big losers. Did our um do we think our teams suck? Do our do we think our teams are great? How do we feel after our predictions? Yeah, I think we'll like two games. Some predictions about like, you know, season awards, who'll think maybe we'll win MVP. That's yes. Um, the one thing I ask is I don't don't ask me for rookie of the year because I don't know what qualifies as a rookie anymore. Apparently, Randy or Rosarina can still win rookie of the year somehow. I don't I, know. I don't know anymore. I really don't. He played on the Cardinals in 2019. How can he win? I don't know. We'll worry about that next week. All right. Adios. All right. Remember, follow us on Twitter uh, at the, at Hit by Pitch Pod. Follow me on Twitter at Matty Ice. Nick, what is your Twitter? Uh, Barrett Nicholas. Follow him. Follow us on TikTok. We will post something eventually. Subscribe to the pod. It's available everywhere. You can stream it. And we will catch you guys later. Peace. Peace.